Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Coco Express Show for Saturday, the 15th of August, 2015. I am your host, Aurelia Lyles, and I'm with you today. Today, we are going to have joining us a Miss Sylvia High. Sylvia High is the founder and CEO of Aiming High, Inc. She is an author, master coach, and trainer, and development strategist with more than 20 years of success. She is the author of The Little Black Book. And oh, what did I do? And she is going to be having an event that will be happening on the um, the 26th and the 27th of September. The 27th of September is my birthday, out in Atlanta, Georgia. And we are going to have her on live to discuss the event with us. However, at the moment, she is currently conducting a seminar in New York. So. She's going to join us as soon as she has a free moment. So until then, we're going to go into detail about Sylvia's background and um, the different things that she's done so far so that we will have a better understanding so she can come on board and discuss the seminar, what would be um, included in the topics and subjects that will be covered regarding the seminar. So like I said, she wrote um a book called The Little Book of Big Questions, and it's a guide to self-introspection, self-discovery, and she's led corporate and transformational workshops and seminars from California to Hong Kong and continues to deliver her signature training series, The Basic Workshop and The Game Changer. Basic Workshop several times uh, a year in San Francisco and Los Angeles, New York, and Atlanta. She's recently served as a panelist on Oprah's The Life You Want Tour, and as a presenter at BET's BET's Network's Leading Women Defined Conference. Her client roster includes Bank of America, Comcast, American Heart Association, Cisco, United Way, AMD, Serrano, AmeriCorps, Vista, Collar Capital, Momentum Education, and Hewlett-Packard, among others. 
this is going to be a two-day um, and you know seminar, and it's um, a much-anticipated event, and it will feature some of the most sought-after experts in speaking, and speakers including Sylvia Hyde, master coach and author of an author, um, Tanisha Warner, entrepreneur, consultant, Sheree Jackson, editor, Essence Magazine, and Winston Sinclair. She is a casting director and producer. She's also been on our show as well. And it's just going to be a great weekend. And, you know, the funny thing about the show that we have here, um, the Coco Express show, we try to help people realize that, you know, your dreams are valid. They're valuable. They're something that you should try to strive for and try to achieve to your best ability in the way that you feel that you need to do it, not based on somebody else's definition and determination for you, but based on your own. And this kind of event is something that we think would be an excellent opportunity for each and every one of you to partake in or at least learn more about so that you too can attend or find out where there's going to be something close to where you reside so that you can possibly attend these particular types of situations and events. Now, the thing that really resonates with me the most is the simple fact that, you know, it's an I Am Woman conference. And oftentimes, women get kind of put in categories and they don't have the opportunity to really, I call it expand and explode. Um, I call it expand and explode because of the simple fact that when you have, when you're confined in something, you're usually covered by on sides and over your top. So if you expand, you break those walls down. When you explode, you, you break that ceiling. You crash through the ceiling. So it's really difficult for us to sometimes have situations that would allow us to be able to cultivate and, and learn how we can build the confidence and the skill set that we need to do just those things. And I believe, I firmly believe that this opportunity is something that will allow us that chance to learn how to do just that. Now, I'm not, you know, completely sure what's entailed, and when she joins us, she will be able to tell us. But I'm sure it's going to be something that you don't and you won't want to miss. Oh, and I neglected to mention that she has hosted a TV um, motivational show called Yes, You Can. So she has extensive knowledge and experience in communications and um, motivational um, expertise, I can put it that way, you know. So, and I'm sure that some of the things she'll probably be discussing at this particular seminar is partnership, building the power of, you know, coordination, breathing life into your dreams. Keep, just keep moving and motivating towards your passion, your goal, your dreams, and making the dream become a reality so that your in thought becomes an outward action and you can move on and move forward and move upward. Now, until she's able to join us, because she'll probably join us between 12 and 1230, I'll continue talking about you know, different things. For example, you know, what's going on with the show? How come you haven't heard from us and where we've been and what we've been doing? And also we can you know, I can discuss with you some potential topics that we have coming up going forward and and so towards as we go forward with this particular show. So I'll start off with saying, yes, there's been a long absence between us doing the shows 
on a regular basis in the shows that you've been hearing lately or seeing. And that's due to the fact that we've had some changes that we need to make because, as you probably already know, blog talk radio and podcasts are the new thing. And more people are starting to do podcasts and they're starting to engage in more internet radio activities. So that means that when the market gets saturated, you have to start creating a different approach and a different way of doing what you normally do because it is no longer what is hot and hype. So it becomes something that you got to work on. So you have to constantly change and breathe life into your situation to change it, to stick with what's going on, the trends and, and stay with the time so you can remain relevant. And that was one of the things that we were starting to experience. Um, some of the things that we were doing, we kept noticing that other people were doing the same thing. So that was something that we did. So now we have to move forward to do something different and perhaps better than what we did before. So we are continuously, I mean, working hard to try to find new and different ways of doing it. And we decided that we were going to try to start going out more and being more actively involved and engaged in our communities. As you know, the Coco Express Show Network is not just in one particular location. We have people in several different locations, and it allows us to have a broader perspective as you know, as to what's going on in different communities throughout, um, I can't say the country, because we are, you know, kind of broad in um, where we have people located at this time. And this gives us more of a, I guess you could say, a visible presence as well as more of um, an ear to the pulse of what's really going on. And it allows us to sit down and really think about shows that will be relevant and helpful to our listeners. And that's something that we've really been trying to work on and making sure that we find the right types of situations and types of opportunities that allow us to really bring something that will really make a difference, that will really benefit the listeners, you, the listeners, much more so than anything else. Um, we have coming soon, um, you, the best invention ever, is going to do uh, a segment on the, um, the the black newspaper and how it stands in today's market, how, you know, in this landscape of social media and how they're able to sustain themselves and what are the different ways that they are going about doing it and how they're able to remain relevant as well. Because a lot of these things are kind of like, they're not disappearing, but they're not as um, prevalent, prevalent, I'm sorry, prevalent as they were maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. And as you know, time changes so quickly. Things change. Things change when we're sleeping. And when you wake up, you don't really realize how much something has changed until you go to reach for it or look, it's no longer there. And that's something that we didn't want to happen with us. Um, we're also going to be... Um, reaching out and branching out a little bit more with regards to our real estate straight talk show. That's going to be something that's going to take on a whole different dynamic and a whole different perspective as well, because real estate is a really broad topic. And and most uh, topics can be applied to most situations, but some states and some cities have different rules and regulations and regulatory guidelines that you must follow. So, when they're having their conversation and their dialogue with you, they want to be able to make sure that you understand that, you know, this applies to this area, which is what they do already, but now they want to reach out and have bring in more experts 
from other areas to talk about those different things. We tried this before in the past, and it was pretty successful. And um, then we kind of like tried to go in another direction, and we realized that this is something that we may need to turn around and, and move back towards. We are also going to bring back some people that we, um, a, a segment that we had on our show previously, and we have to discuss that further, but it would be great to have her back on board because she was just a really excellent person to have on the show, part of our um, network, and she brought forth such a uh, a great amount of expertise and, expertise and knowledge, so it would be great to have her back. Um, we are... We, 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 yes, we are working diligently and very hard at trying to keep things happening. And as much as I would like to say it's easy, it's not. And, I, you know, and I hope you all understand that. But I'm sure you do because I have some loyal listeners that even reach out to me to see if I'm okay when things are um, not going um as frequently as they used to when they don't see the show going out as much as they used to. Or I've had some some of the listeners contact me via email as well as text me to ask me where their update is. And I greatly appreciate that. And that lets me know that you are, you know, listening and you are aware and you are keeping us relevant. And that's cool. Um, we we also had the pleasure of watching, I believe it was um, America's Got Talent, and we saw Omni on Omi, 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 on their show. And we had him on our show, I believe it was a year and a half ago, and we did play cheerleader, and it was amazing just to see him finally, you know, getting the recognition for that particular song, and that was so cool because he's a, an amazing young man, a very nice young man. So this opportunity is just great, and I'm glad to see it manifest for him in the manner that it is. And I believe that's like one of the the top songs on the charts at this particular time. So that's an amazing, amazing thing to see. We've had some other um, guests on the show who have gone on and done some wonderful things, and it, you know, it kind of, makes me realize and understand, you know, how important it is for us to be able to know these things and put them out there for you to know what's going on. And I just have to say, I'm just glad to be in a position to do that. And with that in mind, you know, we have to think about, you know, what are we, when you're thinking about your dreams and your goals, you know, the way that I look at it, you got to know what you're good at. You got to know what you are really good at. And I'm, and I have always been good at seeing things and, and looking at things and seeing things that are really interesting that people might be interested in knowing and bringing it to their attention to let them know, hey, this is out there. You know, you should check it out, which is cool for some people. But they discover and keep it to themselves. I discover and I try to share it with people because my discovery, it may not benefit me. It may benefit somebody else or it may be just that thing that someone is looking for at that particular time. I have so much fun discovering all these different things. Even when I'm out doing my morning workouts, I'll discover things and find things and I'll 
left home and jot down what I saw and what I found, research and look it up. And if it's something that I think we're sharing, I try to put it out there for people to know about it. And, you know, it's really interesting because I have gotten a lot of feedback saying, you know, thanks for that tidbit of information or thanks for that article or thanks for something. You got to know that. And it's good to know that this is out there. It's good to know that that exists. And that is part of the reason why we're doing what we're doing because a lot of times people don't really know why you do what you do. They just know you're doing something. But there's a reason and purpose for everything. And knowing what you're good at helps you find, you know, what it is that one thing that you're good at or two things or three things because you may be multi-talented and really work on fine-tuning those things and, and making them really, really strong skills and putting them to work so that you can do exactly what it is you were put on this planet to do help somebody and um you know that has always been something that i was taught and told now let me see what else is going on on the show oh um i believe one of our segments you the best invention ever has been been being watched a lot lately by um a lot of listeners they really enjoy her segment and i have to tell you valencia la saunders she is really good at also finding unique things and, and, you know, bringing them to your attention. And it's not your typical things that she kind of discovers and uncovers. It's unique subject matters that we are curious about sometimes, but we don't always venture into and explore in detail, and that's something that she does. She allows her curiosity to be revealed to each and every one of you every time she does one of her segments, and that's really cool because they used to say curiosity killed the cat, but Valencia has nine lives, <laughs> which is great what we need for her to continue um, exploring and, and being curious and bringing back and allowing her to share her curiosity and what she's found while she's out there being the curious person. And that's great. Um, I kind of associate her with an, an old cartoon character, Felix the Cat. You know, he had a bag of tricks, and he would always go into his bag of tricks and find something to get him out of a situation. And that's like that's the way I look at Valencia. In her bag, she had so many different things that she's uh, ventured into, tried, discovered, uncovered, and she shares it with us. And that's just the beauty of who she is. And we are really grateful to have her. Um, We're grateful to have all the people who have joined us on our network. And we couldn't be who we are without this mix of people because they make for just an amazing group. And when we're together, you know, doing our thing, we have so much fun. Now, um, as I told you, Sylvia High is currently – conducting a seminar, and she's going to join us as soon as she has a free moment, and that should be around 12, 15, 12.30, 12.30-ish. And we'll be here for her when she's ready to come and, you know, give us some more information in detail. And um, because, you know, I can kind of tell you as much as I know, but that would be helpful, but she is really going to just lay it out for us, you know, and and then she has to get back to the, the seminar and finish what she's doing. And, you know, I have to say that I really appreciate the, 
the guests that we've had on the show because oftentimes they will stop in the middle of something that they're doing to come on to discuss a situation or an event or um, a new product or a new um, song or something that they have going on. And that is just such an amazing, amazing thing for them to do because you know, I mean, we feel really special to have them, and we feel extremely more special when they take the time out to stop what they're doing, to, you know, commit to what they said they were going to do in regards to coming on the show, and then they go back to what they were doing. That is an example of a true professional who really is passionate about what it is that they're doing, because they'll share it with anyone and everyone at any time, and you know, that is a blessing to each and every one of us when that happens. Now, I mean, I'm going to give you a little bit more um, information in detail so that you can have as much on your plate, as you know, to digest before you get, you know, I guess you can call it the appetizer before you get the full meal. And um, so, you know, it's it's just simple, and I'm just going to read this straight from the um, – the press release so you'll you'll understand and it's master coach and aiming high founder sylvia high will be hosting the i am woman conference at the atlanta marriott perimeter center attendees attendees will engage with some of today's leading transformation thinkers trainers authors and more designed for women on the move the i am woman conference blends interactive presentations, interviews, keynotes, and provocative conversations. This is a -a one-of-a-kind experience. This one-of-a-kind experience will provide all of the tools, tips, and techniques necessary for attendees to walk away with a personal master plan to achieve any goal, any height, and break through any stumbling block. And that's exactly what I was talking about when I said that we are sometimes contained in that little box. And... That little box can be very uncomfortable for some people. It's claustrophobic, in fact. So that would be great. So I'm, you know, going to just continue going forward and talk about some of the other things that I that have come across. Um, I kind of keep tabs of different people at different times regarding different things. And there's a gentleman that I've wanted to get him on the show, and I don't know if he, you know, ever has a time, but his name is Kevin Powell, and Kevin Powell is an activist. He's an author, um, motivational speaker as well, and he has a book coming out, and it's, I mean, it seems like it's really interesting, and I'm just going to find out some, get the details on it so I can bring that to your attention. And, okay, he has a book coming out, and it's on Amazon. And it's called The Education of Kevin Powell. It's a, well, you know, he's gotten some really great reviews on the book. And let's see. Let me see if we can find out some information about the book. And, you know, it says it's a boy's journey into manhood. And it sounds, you know, I remember back in the day, there was a movie called The Education of Sonny Carson. That movie was so impactful. I mean, so impactful. And if you can go back and to, you know, see if you can find that particular movie, um, it kind of like 
some light on things because I kind of lived in a really sheltered environment growing up as a kid. Um, my family was very protective of me and my siblings. And so we weren't exposed to a, a whole lot of stuff. But, you know, that particular movie shed some light on a lot of things. And I'm going to read some of the reviews for his book so, you know, so you can understand, you know, it says the education of Kevin Powell is a raw, deeply painful accounting of a life born of poverty, racism, abandonment, abuse, and complicated love. It is a memoir as much about a mother as it is about her son, a memoir born out of stunning writing and surprisingly vulnerability, a memoir of rage and insight, heartbreak and hunger, powerful, brave, and unforgettable. So, you know, we all have a story to tell. We all have something that made us who we are, brought us to a particular point in time. And some of us choose to share our stories and some of us choose to just continue living life without ever acknowledging that anything ever happens in our lives, which is cool. And when somebody is as courageous, because I call it being courageous enough to share their story, then you know you have to listen because the 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 details that are i guess you could say disclosed in these stories are sometimes things that help us with our own process and our own journey and our own situations and you know, and I have to say, in today in today's um, landscape, we have so much going on with regards to our men of color. That you know, as much as we can learn, is good. At, at, you know, to help understand and get a better perspective on you know what goes on in the mind, as opposed to just seeing what we see on the exterior, because that's not always the truth connection or the true um, scenario or situation. And someone else wrote, it says, they said, okay, there have been many great coming-of-age stories written by black male authors, but none quite like Kevin Powell's new book, The Education of Kevin Powell, A Boy's Journey into Manhood, a book that you will want to keep close to you as a reminder of the depth of human pain and inhumanity and the possibility of transcendence and redemption. But don't hold back the tears. Don't even try. So I would love, 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 and I'm putting it out there to have him on the show so we can talk about the book. You can pre-order it um, on Amazon. Um or and wherever books are sold online or at your local bookstore. So you can find the book. I can't say I know anything about the book. I just know that I kind of keep, you know, I've, been, I've had my eye on this particular young man for a while, so this gentleman for a while. So it would be nice to have that opportunity to really bring him on because I've listened to, you know, some of his um, discussions and I've listened to, uh, I've read a lot of his posts and stuff, and they're really insightful. I mean, really insightful. And it would be an honor and a privilege to have him on the show. So I hope whoever his people are that are listening, bring him on. We would love to have him. Now, let's see. Um, 
what else is going on? I know that sometimes we get other information about other things that are happening um, locally as well as um, in other states and stuff. But um, let's see. I don't seem to have anything that I knew. I Something came past my, my desk the other day in regards to... Um, Let's see. I'm going to go check it out and see if it's still there so that we can um, share that information with you as well and keep it moving because it's, hmm. okay. And I have to tell you about my other personal journey. I injured myself. I mean, really badly injured myself working out. And, you know, it's, it's been a challenge trying to, to, to regain. Oh, here we go. So I believe that's our guest now. Hold on, please. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this, this hi? No, this is Stacy. Oh, hey, Stacy. I thought you were a guest <laughs> calling in. How um, are you, Stacy? I am well. Our, um, our listeners who has been a loyal listener for the longest, and we're just, you know, going over some things and, waiting for the guest to come on because she is currently um, at a seminar and she's going to join us as soon as she has a moment. And then she has to go back to the seminar, which is kind of commendable, like I said, and I really appreciate that. So, Stacey, tell, me, tell, tell our listeners about your experiences with the Cocoa Express show and what has it been like for you? It's been inspirational, uplifting, and very informative especially with, you know, certain areas of my life that I've been going through the last several years, well, really since the show started, with all the guests and advice and everything that um, they, you know, give to us on the um, show, with Steve and Marilyn and, and even with Valencia and all your other good guests and some good music, too. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, if there was something that you wanted to see a change with, what would what would that be? I'm just curious. For the um the show to expand more to different states with different people, a lot more people calling in, more exposure, and we all just got to work together and try to, you know, get this Cocoa Express you know, different groups of people, especially the young generation as well as the, you know, our generation. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're saying that we should have, well, we should reach out to more of the youth to find out what's going on in their minds so that they can have a presence on the show as well as a presence in the community and at large. Exactly, yes. Oh, well, thank you, Stacy. That is something that I am writing down and we're going to work on that. And you have a young man that you live with, so we're going to Oh yeah. I'm going to talk to you. Oh, he'll be part of it. You know that. <laughs> you know I'm going to yeah. keep him involved in everything. Keep him out of yes, the street. Indeed. I have to keep his mind going. Yes, indeed. Good that thought. Yeah, so I'll, you know, I'll be talking to you about different things that we can probably try to do to get more of the youth involved in the the show and I mean, at one point in time, I did teach, um, you know, this particular medium to some middle school kids, and, and they were really excited. But, 
you know, it was just a limited opportunity. I took advantage of it, and I saw their interest. So maybe I can recreate something like that again. Okay, I'm there with you to help you any way possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See, it's listeners like Stacy that keep us relevant. And, you know, she does, she's not afraid to share her opinion, that's for sure. So if anyone has any... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone has any opinion or advice for the show, we are not thin-skinned. We love it, as a matter of fact. We would prefer to hear what you like and what you want, as opposed to us sometimes guessing. Yeah, so um, let's see. I wanted to tell you all that I believe, if my memory is correct, that MC Light has a limited edition collector's album out called Legend, and, I mean, many of you know who she is. So, you know, if you have an opportunity to go online and and check it out, because um, that would be cool, you know. Yeah. Oh, and it, you can only find it at mclight.com. You know what I've been discovering or noticing lately? That a lot of artists are becoming independent artists as opposed to working through um, different labels and stuff. And I believe Quilty Jones had mentioned something about that in a um, conversation that he had on another network about how the music industry has changed so much that it's difficult for any of the artists to really make money and they have to go, you know, in the direction of because of, iTunes and, and YouTube and all those different social media types of options, they have to go to be an independent artist. They have to go out there and like what Tyrese did and sell my stuff on the train, in the street, I have a way to get exposure. So it's really interesting to see the direction that things are going or have gone. And, you know, it could be a good, a win-win situation, or it could be something that is not very good because it really prevents, um, you know, other things. You know, big businesses, people who work in, you know, recordings, record labels and stuff like that. And, and I mean, back in the day, a lot of the artists were not given the royalties and their contracts were really really convoluted, packed with a whole bunch of stuff that prevented them from being able to get the money that they should have received for their their, their songs and their work. And then today you have the same type of situation where everything is packed into their, their you know contracts and they have all of the stuff that they have to um, live up to or pay out before they can even get a payment and when by the time they get actually paid for all of the work that they've done, once they've settled up the, the, the I guess you could say the bill for everything that was done to get them to that particular they wind up with little of nothing. So, you know, it's really interesting to see how people are trying to take the reins of their own destiny and move forward pursuing their their dream job. You know, and we only can sit back and look and see what's going to happen going forward, what's going to be the next new thing, because there's always a next new thing. So, and let's see what else is is happening out here in the world. 
Yeah. And um, let's see. I've just been, you know, trying to keep you guys informed. Oh, they were, you know, I I, I read the post on Facebook, and, and oftentimes you've heard me talk about the post on Facebook, and they're really kind of funny in some regards, and some of them aren't very funny either, too. But they were talking about how they were beefing up the um, security for the movie Straight Outta Compton. And a lot of people were armed because they knew that the majority of moviegoers to go see Straight Outta Compton were middle-aged people because that was that era. And the kids that are going to see it now, you know, they're not going to really be kids going to see it now. It's usually the people who've experienced the situation in the past usually go back to look to see if it was depicted right or if there's any way they could pick it apart and go, "Uh uh-uh, that's not true. That's not what happened. And, you know, and it's really interesting, you know, that they would pick a movie like that to hype up security. And when I, Stacey, if you're still there, I don't know about you, but you remember when NWA came out? I'm sorry, repeat that? When NWA came out um, back in the day? Oh, um, yeah. How? Yeah, they had, like, a really bad rap, a really, really, really bad reputation. And I don't know if it was necessarily a true reputation, you know, because look at where they are now. Some of them have gone on and become mega, mega stars, mega businessmen. And, you know, so you kind of got to wonder, if somebody really is that bad, do they really get to go as far as they go or not? That's something to, you know, you got to question, you know, the validity of all of the hype that was put at them at that particular time. Was it warranted? Yeah, maybe or not. So you, you really have to wonder wonder exactly, you know, what that was about and why they're going to put extra security in the theaters, you know, for this particular movie. I think, Aurelia, you know, I think- then, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. I think the reason why they're putting extra security with this particular movie is the fact that because of the generation that is walking around here now, and they have such a bad attitude that they're probably going to take the context of this movie to not as a good thing, but a bad thing. And they don't just don't want a riot or these kids just to act stupid or even maybe some grown people because... As you know, lately, there's a lot of grown people out here just going around acting stupid in the movie theaters. So, and then with the acronyms of NWA, people are taking that into context as well. Because when the movie came out last night, right? Yes, it came out last night. But with the previews and everything in my area, in my neighborhood, it's like these kids are already acting out. And it's like, hello, look at the movie. It tells a story. It tells how you come from the bottom and work your way up and you change your attitude. And what and with the change of your attitude, you can soar and be someone popular, like Dr. Dre, like Ice T, you know, and rest the soul of the mm-hmm. ones who have passed on from that group. So if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. just tell me my perception is wrong. But that's what I see in this particular neighborhood here where I live. Okay, because I haven't, I was going to go to see the movie this evening. 
And so I haven't had the opportunity, but I was just looking at all the hype that was going along mm-hmm. with that. And perhaps so. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, because, you know, you might be right on target with that because it's just ridiculous the way some of these kids out here act. Just like today, I had to go to the bank and I was trying to, I guess I was trying to do two things at one time. I was trying to get my workout in. I figured I could stop by the bank on my way past the bank, take care of what I had to take care of and continue my workout. And unfortunately, I didn't have the right information with me, so I had to go you know, go home and come back. But on my way out of the bank, I know that I sometimes just shove things in my pocket and keep walking, and they fall out. So, and I didn't have on my regular, you know, regular clothing. I had on workout clothes, so it was flimsy. So I was pushing something in my pocket, and then there's this, this young man walking down the street yelling some kind of, I don't even know what it was, rap music and everything. So there I am trying to, you know, get myself together and fix my clothes. And, of course, I became part of the rap that he was shouting out to everybody. And, you know, I'm saying to myself, okay, that was unnecessary. You know, he was under the impression that I was fixing, you know, trying to keep my wallet and pocketbook away from him. And what I was doing was trying to fix my clothes so that I didn't lose them while I was walking down the street. And that is what I'm seeing. You know, everything is is is, is an, a personal attack. That's what I'm trying to say. Everything is a personal attack. Defensive. Everybody's defensive about something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, you know, okay, fine. I, I'm, you know, I didn't do anything to offend this person, but you don't even have to do anything to offend somebody for it to be defensive and a, a personal attack, as you said. Mhm. So I haven't oh, seen the movie neither. You know, just from the reviews, what I read, and everything. I would love to see it. Um, and being in the era of growing up with, you know, NWA, not listening to their music, to say, because you know I wasn't really a rap fan, but I know of the individuals in the group because of you know our era, but. I think that the, like I said, the perception of this younger generation going to see, or this generation, I can't say younger, this generation going to see this movie, they're going to take it into a different perspective. When Ice-T and Dr. Dre decided to do this movie, it was all about teaching, you know, because they they changed their lives around. So, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just hope okay. it's not a lot of riots that everybody who does go see the movie, it's, you know, when it's over, everybody's able to go home without being in fear. Yes, because you also realize, you know, we all, all should take into consideration we have this stuff going on in Ferguson and all these other places. So, you know, hopefully they won't associate one with the other because they're two separate things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, I just didn't understand, you know, the need for the extra security. But since, you know, you put it that way, perhaps so, because it may not even be anybody related to the whole era or even understanding what that era was or what that music genre was all about and just coming because, 
mm-hmm. and, and want, want to do something foolish. Yeah. It's always that one individual that doesn't think. Mm-hmm. Or is thinking too hard about something uh, that's completely yeah. unrelated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I um, I often, you know, well, I'm glad that you shared your perspective because, I, I mean, I'm not the authority, so I'm just looking at it from one way, but the fact that you, you know, you said that, that really makes me think, you know, a little differently towards that whole situation with a better understanding as to why they might have done or why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Well, the... You know, the... The, the society, people in society has changed so much, and with all these guns and everything that everybody's getting a hold of, they just want to protect the people so you can feel safe in the movie theater. I mean, right now, can we say we feel safe in the movie theater? You could have a sane person go in the movie theater, not being searched, and then all of a sudden, like the gentleman out in the Caucasian guy that just, Went to see the movie and then in he Tennessee? started, you know, up people. Oh, the one in um, um, Louisiana. Yes, I couldn't remember what state, but it's it's like you know you, you're not safe in the movie theater, you're not safe in schools, you know. It's and then the, you got the cops who are younger and they are fearful. So you know it, it's it's like it's just getting so crazy now with all this going on. I just hope that whoever does see the movie, that they enjoy the movie, they're in a safe environment, and that they understand what Dr. Dre and Ice-T has, you know, how their lives started off and how they raised up to be as successful as they are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a um, police officer who said this is a terrible, it's a terrible time to release release a movie like this, it adds fuels to the fire for hating cops. You know, and you know, it's it's interesting. But you know, what I always find is that there's always going to be somebody who's not going to like something. No of matter course. what you do. Of course. But I don't know, do you think this is the right time to release this movie? With everything that's going uh, on in every state? Not really, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, really I come with that that um, statement. I don't think it is a right time, even though it's you know from Cro- um, Cro- Compton and everything. I don't think it's a right time. I think that maybe they should have just, um, you know what? But they have been working on it for years. They didn't mm-hmm. perceive the the you know the future as to, you know, would this be the right time or whatever. I just think that I, I just think that society as a whole and every all the everybody's mindset with all these killings of all the young men and the cops and you know being so crazy as well I don't think it's the right time but it's go it's released and I haven't heard any reviews as of last night and I haven't really been on the internet to look at the reviews but I just hope that everybody is safe about everything. That's all. Well, they did. They said they estimated twenty four point two million. Um, so for last night. Wow. And yeah, 
and they said they could make close to sixty million over the weekend. Ooh. So, evidently, there's a lot of people that want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like a learning experience. I think it, it depends on the individual seeing it and their mindset. Because if I decide, because I haven't decided whether I want to take Reggie to see it or not, my, that's my son mm-hmm. Reggie, for the listeners, um, because I, I I have to get a perspective of his mindset, you know. So I, that's my thing. I think that the people who are going to see it are an older crowd right now, but when the younger group go, they'll probably come out yelling NAA, 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 you know, and starting stuff. And I think that's why they have security at the movie theaters because of this okay. generation. Well, you know, and and, and NAA kind of changed the rap game when they came out also because it was bubblegum. I call it bubblegum rap where basically you were just kind of ranking on each other and everything, and, and that's as far as it went. There was really not too much, you know, direct Exactly. Not like the rap it is today, where we can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> no, it wasn't like today or, you know, I mean, I guess you could say part of what they did was to change it so that there were two different types of rap music. You had the one that was really blatant and offensive, and mm-hmm. then you had the rap music that was just like, I call it bubble gum, you know? Yeah, uh, I remember about, at block parties, we used to just snap on each other, you know, with the music in the background. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so, but, but, you know, whatever it is, everything has to go through an evolution. So this is an evolutionary phase for rap, and rap has changed. And it's changed, you know, like all generations. It goes through a, um, a growing process. It goes from being an infant to... Growing up to a mature adult. And most of the people in the game now that are doing things like, you know, Ice Cube and, and Dr. Dre, they're middle-aged people now. So, you know, their perspective is completely different. And rap has grown up. Rap has changed this whole dynamic. And what's coming up behind them, you know, they need to know the um, the history of it so they can understand why they're doing what they're doing because I think that's the lost part of it, the history of everything. Yeah. It's lost. Exactly. And I think that's why they um, decided to do this um, picture. And I kept saying ice tea. Excuse me, listener, I mess- meant ice cube. <laughs> yeah, because ice tea is a different one. But he came yeah. from the era as well. <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. He era as well. Yeah. And even he, you know, everybody has grown up and, and they're mm-hmm. all moving in other directions. And, you, you know, now their kids are, are doing stuff. So that's exactly, the that, you know. So, you know, I mean, look at Snoop Dogg. He's Uncle Snoop now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not even talk about him, but anyway. <laughs> no, you know what? He is a businessman and you have to give him his props for being a really good good businessman and everything, you know. And now, you know, he has his kids that are doing stuff. So, yeah. And it is what it is regardless. You have to give people credit for their ability to sustain themselves, remain relevant, and keep their money. Exactly. 
That's the most important thing because there's a lot of rappers from the early days who are just just fell out. You know, they they down and out. And look at uh, Criss Cross. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. they were two young rappers and. One succumbed to, you know, drugs, and um, I don't even know what happened to the other one. You don't even hear. I think he's behind the scenes producing and everything. But they, you know, fell off for a while. So you have to look at, the, you know, what you do with your accomplishments and, and, and how you mm-hmm. proceed and if you proceed, you know, or if you make the right moves or the stupid moves. It all determines your future. Yeah, and, you know, I can see why, you know, some particular instance with this movie that some of the police may feel that they're portrayed in a negative light. But what people don't seem to realize and understand, everybody's experience is different. What one person experiences is going to be different than someone else's. And when someone decides to tell their story, they're going to tell their experience. Mm -hmm. And it may be. It may not be a pretty picture. It may be horrific, but it's their story, and it's how they tell it. And, you know, for someone to be upset and mad and angry, you know, it's not an indication on the individual. It's an indication on that particular that person's person, story. That's perception, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so, so, you know, Are you going to see the part. movie? Yes, I am. Going to see the movie. Um, I don't go to the movies very often, and I make sure that I go to movies that I know that I can understand. Because <laughs> <there are> some... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. I believe our guest is here. Okay. So, okay. Um, okay. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sylvia. Hi. How are you? I am doing fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And, of course, my first apologies, but I was in the middle of a coaching session, and you know how that goes. When the coaches are a demand for coaching, you must show up, right? That is correct. You're absolutely right. But I'm so glad you have time to share with us. I'm glad to be here, so glad to be here. Yes. Now, I know you have to go back to your session, correct? Yep. I have time, though. I have a solid okay. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever time you need. I'm available Woo-hoo. to chat with you. Okay, great. Now, I had already, you know, gave our listeners a little background, and we have also a listener on online as well, live, Stacy. So she's joined us as well. And um, I told them a little bit about who you are. You are iconic, for your ability you. to get you're welcome for your ability to get people to move, remove the stumbling blocks and pursue their goals and dreams. So, tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about the I Am Woman Conference. Oh, wow. I am beyond thrilled about the I Am Woman's Conference, and you probably have shared with the audience already. I have been in the transformational training business for over 20 Six years, and I've had the privilege for over 26 years to work with the general population around the globe, uh, supporting people and empowering people, thank you, to get from where they are to where they want to be. And what's so fulfilling about that, and that's what I've actually been doing today, 
is supporting people uncovering their blind spots of what they don't know that they don't know, and they don't even know they don't know it. And when we have blind spots like that, we don't have those spots. They have us. And those blind spots have a name. They're better known as beliefs. And hidden beliefs, when our beliefs are hidden from us, you don't have the belief. It has you. It owns you. And that's how we could go year in and year out where our lives are what we call in my work more, better, different. 10% more, 10% better, 10% different. And the only way that we're able to have a completely different life with a different set of results that more mirror our vision, our desires, our passions, and our gifts is we must self-discover what are those blind spots, what are those hidden beliefs, that are standing between us and that vision. So that's what I do in the world with the general population. What I'm most excited about is being able to do this with women. Just imagine a room where over 200 women, powerful women, who already, by the way, are living extraordinary lives, will come together. Now, that's already a force to be reckoned with just from starters. But here's the deal. Just like people just grow up one day and based on your chronological age, you're considered an adult. Women, based on our chronological ages, we're an adult. But we haven't ever really, and we consider ourselves or consider ourselves as women. But you know what? Very few women have ever stopped to say, who am I as woman? We morphed into womanhood, a little bit of our mothers, a little bit of our grandmothers, a little bit of our successes, our failures, our heartbreaks, our children, our marriages, our broken marriages, our relationships, our broken relationships. But very few women have, one, looked at what are my blind spots about what it is to be a woman? What are my limiting beliefs about what it is to be a woman? So the I Am Woman Conference is a -a one-of-a-kind conference, one, to opportunity for women to stop and get off of their merry-go-round of life and take a deep dive and examination of what are their limiting beliefs about being a woman. And once they do that, we then have a clear platform to create a context, a, a way to define ourselves without limiting ourselves, So defining yourself without limiting yourself from a powerful place, who am I as woman today? So we will create a definition starting with those powerful words, I am woman and I am, based on the current woman, current vision, current who she is. And this declaration will be so powerful, imagine this, that it is the catalyst and the uh, igniter to take them into their immediate what's next and any dream that they will dream in the future. So that's what we're up to in the I Am Woman's Conference. It's going to be groundbreaking. It will be a game changer. It will be renewal, breakthrough at its highest, sisterhood. It is a girlfriend weekend with a powerful purpose. All right. Now, what will be some of the topics that you're going to cover? Well, the first would be the defining moment. 
which is really defining what it is to be woman. And the next thing that we will look at is something that is so overused, is we're going to really look at vision in a very powerful way. People hear vision, we say vision, who are you? Uh, But the truth of the matter is, it starts in the word, a man or a woman without a vision perishes. So a vision by far is essential in order to live an extraordinary life. But let me tell you what a vision really serves. A vision, when it is done right, when it is cultivated, and we really carve out one that lives for ourselves, a vision will have you get up when you'd rather not. It would have you go when you don't really have any clarity about the how are you going to get it done. It'll call you forth in the middle of your fear. So the first part of the conference, we as women will get and create our own personal vision, renew vision statements, expand vision statements, or create vision statements. And then we will hear from revolutionary visionaries that have manifested their vision, women who have self-made women that are living their vision and have manifested their vision from scratch. So that's the very uh, first part of it. And then from there, the thing that really is so important is relationships. So we'll get an opportunity to look at the keys, five-star relationships, the keys to a five-star relationship. Because without relationships, we don't exist, one. Two, without relationships, we can't have any of these visions come alive. But you know what's interesting I think most people look at their relationships, but they don't really spend enough time looking at what is it like to be in relationship with them. So I'm going to give the women an opportunity to look at what is it like to be in relationship with you as a mother, as a wife, as a as a partner, as a colleague. So we'll look at relationships. And then, you know, one of my personal goals is to live to the right old age of 100 plus, but never get old age, but don't get old. So one of the sections that we'll be working on is the art and skill of reinventing oneself. And Mm -hmm. in the willingness to reinvent ourselves is the only way that we give access to us staying relevant and current in the world that we're living in. So that's to name a few, and um, there's so much more. You'll get to look and examine the soundtrack of your life. How does music play in your life? And what are the soundtracks that you're running in your life? And how has that shaped and molded you? And it's much, much more. I can go on. You would, you don't have enough time for me to continue to talk about <laughs> I am but woman. I am real. Listen, I'll tell you this. I want to go to the conference, okay? I want to be a participant even though I get to host it. I want to go to the conference. That's how good it's going to be. And And really, on a very serious note, I'm humbled to be able to do it. Um, It's bigger than me. And what will happen for women will be revolutionary. Yes, I'm... I'm really thinking about attending the conference. I mean, I, I, I believe I need to go. That's all. I just know I need to go. So you want to go. You want to. Your, you want to give yourself this gift. Every woman yes. on the planet deserves the gift. Give yourself the gift. That's what I would say. You deserve okay. it. Okay. Okay. Now you are also an author, and you wrote the little book of big questions. Yes. And. I do have the book. I started reading it, and I was like, oh, boy. 
<laughs> Did you say that when you read the book? The little book when of I requests, you went, oh, boy, yeah, that I, is not the response I want to hear from my readers. <laughs> no, not the What oh made boy, you say, like, oh, oh, boy? It's time to get serious about okay. me. That's a good oh, boy, then. Yeah, it, it pushed you. Did it push you? Yes, yes, it yeah. did. So tell us about the book so people will know about the book and, and give them an idea so they, too, can go out and get the book as well. Yeah, well, as you said, the name of the book is The Little Book of Big Questions, A Journey in Self-Discovery. And, of course, my name is Sylvia High, and you could get it at Amazon.com for sure. Um, I love the book because it does. If if it did what you just said, that was the purpose. See, here's the deal what so many people miss. They think life is all about the answers. But you know what life is about? The quality of questions we answer, ask ourselves. See, the quality of questions that you ask yourself, that's the type of answers you're going to get. <laughs> so low-yielding questions is going to get your low-yielding low life. High-yielding questions will get you a high-yielding life. So you want to ask questions that's going to forward you in the most profound way. You want to ask questions that will fulfill you in a way that uh, that will give you access to fulfillment, I should say. That the questions that we tend to ask ourselves, what's wrong with me? Oh, my gosh, why do I do that? How come I do that? No power in that. So that's mm-hmm. really what the uh, Little Book of Big Question is designed to do, to be a wake-up call on a daily basis so that you don't fall asleep on your life. So we fall asleep and we get on automatic and keep doing the same thing over and over. It's the way to stay awake every single day so that you're present every single day and you're happening to your life every single day versus life happening to you. Great. That is excellent. Excellent because I'm still reading it and I'm like, okay. I I was like, oh, boy, I really have to ask myself the right questions and not just skimming over the top of my life questions. And I, I I I really appreciate this book. I really do. Um, the other thing that I wanted to ask you was, as you mentioned earlier, women have a tendency of really not, well, I say being confined in that little box. And when you're confined in a box, you have four walls and a ceiling, and they don't get the chance to expand and explode. What would you tell women to do when they're when they find themselves in situations like that? When they're in a box, you say they find themselves in the box? Yeah, when you find yourself they... in the box. Oftentimes women, you know, when we're working we've, or, or, you know, in our lives, we find ourselves confined to this little box that people put us in, and we never really get the chance to expand and explode and be, you know, the best that we can be. How do you, what advice would you give to women who want to try to just break out of the box? One is, here's what I often say, is you have to be different in order for it to be different. Be different in order for it to be different. In other words, you've got to go too far to know how far you can go. And so often we'll even let our old beliefs in places where we've had challenges and we didn't excel stop us. But you know what else equally box us in is previous successes. 
So we've got to keep pushing past our current status quo. And, again, I think it comes back to the right questions. What's next for me? What matters to me? What is my heart desire? What is my purpose? One question that is constantly on my mind now that a friend and I, Tanisha Jackson Warner, and I was having a conversation a year ago, and she goes, Sylvia, you know they're living a life that is expired. And so Hmm. is this what I'm really up to today? Again, I think uh, how we get beyond where we are and not be boxed in is to keep doing intentional check-ins, the intent of revealing ourselves to ourselves, not just to berate or judge, you know, what's working for me? Am I as vibrant as I used to be? Is my vitality meter low or high? Am I dragging when it's time to get out of bed? So I think it's really staying connected to yourself. Okay. Excellent. Now, we have a listener on the line, um, and I'm going to ask her if she has a question to ask, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay. Um, Stacy. Hello, Stacy. I don't know where she went. Um, she was there, and I know she's listening intently because I know her. She's writing things down. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm still well. here. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. Sorry. Hello, yeah. Yeah, she said hi, Miss. Um, oh, hi, Sylvia. Uh, she has. I wanted to know if you have a question for her. No, I just. Um, I was listening, and the conference is in Georgia. Yes, it's in Atlanta, Georgia, September twenty sixth through the twenty seventh, which is a Saturday and Sunday. And you can go to the website. All the details are there. Okay. Uh, www. I am woman 2015.com. So let Will me you say be that again. conference here to the east side? Uh, next year we'll do it on the east. Well, we're going to be in the east coast. So Atlanta is on the east coast. Right, right. But, uh, are you talking, where are you talking about? In, in like New York. Am I going to do it in New York next year? It's going to go on tour next year. Okay. In, in four cities at least. Uh, we're looking at two more, so it may be six cities, but for sure, and New York will be on the um, on the list. But what I would say to you, don't wait. Don't let a plane ticket and, a, you know, a couple of days of travel stop you because where you'll be by next year with this uh, experience under your belt is very different than if you wait. Okay. But I would definitely be getting the book and reading it as well. Okay, great, great. I'm so happy. Yes. Now, you will have your lineup for the conference will be um, some really, I mean, some amazing women. So um, can you go over the roster again, please? Well, I could never name all of them, but if you look at the website, you'll see Tanisha Jackson Warner is one of the people that will be at the conference who is a powerhouse entrepreneur, very successful marketing firm, a matter of fact, in New York City. You saw Lisa DeMeo, who is a self-made multimillionaire, top of two multi-level network marketing, made a beautiful book, The Art of Success, uh, Creating mm-hmm. What You Want. Uh, I think you see Sharia Jackson there, who is the lifestyle and relationship editor for Essence Magazine. 
Every single woman on that lineup is amazing, powerful, creating extraordinary lives. Liz Murray is a powerhouse who uh, went from homeless to Harvard, has a Lifetime movie about her. For Lori Thomas is a premier coach that has an organization called Wow Coaching, and I could keep going. Oh, yes. Wow. Excellent. And I have to tell you that that Sunday is my birthday, so that may be a birthday gift for me. (laughs) Yes. And, of course, we have Rochelle, who wrote the book, Mm -hmm. uh, How to Triumph in the Face of Fear, who made this introduction. So, you know, nobody will be disappointed. That is for sure. The thing is, we're leaving with open hearts. We won't be talking to people. You're going to, it's not going to just be panel and lecture. A great part of this conference is going to be experiential, so people are going to be in action and learning for themselves. How does this show up in my life? So every person walk away with their personal game plan and roadmap to creating the what's next, expanding their vision, and beyond. Okay, that is excellent. Now, um, let's see. If people wanted to, you know, find out about the other seminars, that the uh, coaching sessions and seminars that you do, how would they be able to stay connected with you? Yeah, the way to stay connected with me is to do the own um, the Game Changer, which is a series that we do every other month in Atlanta and San Francisco. And I partnered with another organization called Momentum Education here in New York. But the way to stay connected with me would be through aiminghighinc.com. Aiming like you're pointing at something, A-I-M-I-N-G. High like a mountain, H-I-G-H. Inc. like incorporated, I-N-C.com. Aiminghighinc.com. And they can follow me on Facebook, Sylvia High. And we have a wonderful Facebook group called Aiming High with Sylvia High. A lot of inspirational things there. And, of course, on Twitter, Sylvia High. Okay, excellent. That is just amazing. Um, I mean, it just sounds like a really impactful and, like you said, life-changing experience. Well, that is the idea, and that is exactly what would have, will happen. Okay, great. So I have to tell you that this, I mean, just reading all the information and, and looking at some of the YouTube videos that were out there as well, I am, I am honored to have this opportunity. Oh, thank you. It has been my honor as well. My honor as well. Yes, yes. So I know that you, um, you know, you have time. And I wanted to ask you if you had to give um, some words of advice to our young folks, because that was a conversation we were having earlier. What advice would you give them um, at this particular time? Is to really right away begin to honor your own gifts and talents, the gifts that God has given you, to honor them, and to be willing to be a leader in your own life, and not a follower, and know that no dream is too big, and never give up. That's what I would say to a young person. 
And, um, and a person it. of age, and a person of age actually also. Yeah, it is interesting because I, I kind of think that when you, I, I call it a, a switch. When you reach a certain age, it's like this switch flips on or off, and you start to believe or disbelieve that you're capable or incapable. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, and you know it's good, and it's good to hear that you, you know, no matter what your age, still believe in your dreams, and that's it. You know, never give up on them. Yes, indeed. Thank yep. you. So, so I am gonna, um, I'm gonna let you go. It was just an honor having you here and and having this opportunity to talk to you about this, this event, and just to hear your perspective on things because it is just so encouraging to hear this for us and I'm sure our listeners are going to be encouraged as well and I'm sure they're they're probably going to consider coming to the uh the conference as well. I will tell you this, it's going to be a rocking good time. It will be a game changer and everybody will leave with their own master plan for their immediate what's next and into the far far future. It's been an honor being with you today. I tell everybody to keep aiming high. Keep aiming high. You're worth it. Your dream is worth it, and you matter. Great. Thank you so much, and we hope to have you back again when time permits. Anytime. Anytime. Thank Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So to all of my listeners, that was the amazing Sylvia High, and she was discussing her Women's Comp, I Am Woman Conference 2015. That is going to be held in Atlanta, Georgia on September 26th and 27th, and I'm telling you, you need to consider. So the best way for you to find out more information and details would be to go to IamWoman2015.com and get more details and information, find out who's on the roster, what the schedule is going to be about, um, and, you know, the conference overview and the speakers, the testimonials, and all of the different things that you'll need to know so that you, too, can attend this amazing game-changer event. So hopefully you'll be able to do it and enjoy yourself and come away with the master plan because we all need a master plan for our lives, I swear. So um, on that note, I would also like to thank Stacy for joining us and in dialogue and conversation, it was really, really, really good and fun to have her with us today because it's always good to get someone else's perspective on different things and subject matters. And it also helped us just, you know, keep the, the dialogue flowing until Sylvia was able to join us. And I greatly appreciate that because of her help and enabled us to have a successful show along with Sylvia High. So thank you, Stacy, And to all of my listeners, as I keep telling you all the time, you got to be good to yourself. you got to follow your dreams and your goals, not someone else's, because their path and your path are two separate things that have nothing to do. Maybe you'll cross paths, and maybe there's a reason why you should walk a path together for some time, but it's still your dream and your goal that you have to keep in your mind and hold close to your heart. And when I say be good to yourself and take care of yourself, it is so true. This is so important because if you do not take care of yourself, you cannot do anything worth value for you or anyone else. That is important. So on that note, I would like to wish each and every one of you an amazing weekend. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the rest of the summer weeks that we have left um, going forth until the fall comes in. And most of all, God bless. So have a great 
great afternoon. Be well. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real. Listen, learn, and live. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.